Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It's Community and Finance Night. How you doing, how you doing, how you doing? To call a friend, tell a friend. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. What do we call it? We call it community and finance. We're on the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. I want to say big ups to each and everyone locked in right now. Wherever you're healing from, welcome my neighbor. Kicking it off tonight to the sound of Shelly Sweet Shells. Who's really my neighbor? She really is. She lives right here in Broad County where I reside. Yep. It's my neighbor, for real, real. The track is called My Neighbor. I want to say big ups to all my other neighbors carrying the broadcast tonight. Some people call them affiliates. They're still my neighbors. It doesn't really matter where they are. We live in this global community, so they must be neighbors. To those locked in on Tune and Radio on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Big ups to you. Those on one harmony radio across the pond. Much love. King Genius. Blessings to you. Those out in New Jersey on NIE radio. The motivator. Be nice. Big up yourself. From right there in New York. Exhibiting the power of music, my island worldwide family. Much love, Mr. Sutherland. China Nicole, how you doing? Big up to the, the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com crew. You can catch Mr. Lindsay at midday every day. On the Foundation Radio Network. Big ups to those hailing out of Texas. Aliwap Radio, Dusik Media Group. And the Big Bad WGLRO. The People Station, home of the Donnie Walker Morning Show. Which takes you from the sheets to the streets. Big ups to those on CR7. 
those locked in on Facebook Live. So glad to have you. Couldn't do it without you. You have my word, I wouldn't even try. Oh, how could I leave out those right here at the home of the night of 2DJ Kevin Stew? Yep, kevinstew.com. That's crazy, right? people who are right here where we encourage people to have acceptance through enlightenment them boy please forgive me family members if you don't know about it it's kevinstew.com invited to come on over because we only do a segment on Facebook live you know so if you're on Facebook live go ahead and come on over to kevinstew.com just use the link jump into the stew part it's what others call a chat room but because we're fancy over here on kevinstew.com it's the stew part it's where we keep things interactive and bubbling As I wait to connect with my guest for the night. Sound of Shelly Sweet Shells in the background. Track called My Neighbor. Now, like I said, with me, I have a neighbor. <laughs> a real life one, too. I think she lives closer to me than Shelly does. <laughs> It's been a while since she's been on this broadcast, but she's no stranger. Had to have been, I don't know, 2016, 2017, somewhere around there. Jeez, that's been a while. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I present to you my guest for the evening. So go ahead. This is where you call your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Because the information that you're going to get now is top class top dollar information right so everybody knows somebody in south in, in south florida well in florida doesn't have to be south it, anywhere in florida florida is large and everybody knows somebody in florida so tonight we're gonna be talking about flick and no we're not talking about a movie 
we're talking about F-L-I-C. And I'll have my guest for the evening tell you all about Flick. But in the meantime, in between time, let me introduce you to no stranger to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew, the one and only now commissioner. Back then, she wasn't commissioner. Now commissioner, Carlene Maxwell-Williams. Good night, good night, good night. How are you? Oh, I am well, I am well. I am tired like nobody's business, but I am well. How are you? I am fabulous, and now that I, I'm talking to you, I'm even more fabulous. Yeah, I, you know, I tend to have that effect. Yes, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I thank you, though. Flattery will get you everywhere. Um, of course. One thing I want to do before we, we, we get going, I need to thank my segment sponsors. And I got distracted earlier doing a few things. It's been a long day for me. If you give me two minutes, please, I just want to thank my segment okay. sponsors. Um, thank you to Pulse E-Media Group. When being in a moment is priceless, you want to give them a call. They do everything you see here on kevinstew.com and oh, more. So if you want to do videos, photos, streaming, ads, you want to broadcast a wedding, a seminar, a church service, a funeral, a party, on a secure platform, give them a call. 754-999-1140 or check them out online, pulseemg.com. Thank you to Althea and her Healing Heavenly Hands. Althea SU is a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami-Dade and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you bringing her tables, her oils, and of course her Healing Heavenly Hands with over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call, 954-655-9000. Tell her DJ Kevin Stew sent you. You can also email her at theolator at att.net. And uh, she only has one request. Get off her table when she's done and go sleep somewhere else. Well, oh, yeah, because oh yeah, people fall asleep. I fall asleep all the time. And this, that doesn't mean that you don't pay her. No. Yeah, you're required to pay her. But her request, one request outside of paying her, go sleep somewhere else. <laughs> she got to go. She got to go. Um, thanks to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global will act as your booking agents, your tour, handle your tour management, take care of your publishing, trademarks, business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and more. Get them a call, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Or check them out at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. And thanks to McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. For your moving needs, call them up, 954-406-9740. Tell them DJ Kevin Stew sent you. McNeil Trucking. Thank you very much. All right. Now that the housekeeping is well taken care of. Miss Carlene, Commissioner. Yes, sir. <laughs> Carl, yes, you know, sir. let me officially congratulate you. I haven't had you on this broadcast since... You won your seat, your commissioner's seat. So let me officially congratulate you on your winning your seat as a Lauderdale Lakes commissioner. Um, congratulations officially. Which district are you? Which which area are you? Seat, um, Lauderdale Lakes commissioner seat number four. Seat four. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So congratulations, commish. <laughs> Thank you so much. But you you wear so many hats. I don't know how you do it. Um, you either have to have a big head or multiple heads. I don't mm -mm. know how you do it. 
for you yes, to wear so yes. many hats. Yes, I am the commissioner. I'm also one of the top mediators for Broward County. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not doing that, I am the citizenship coordinator for Florida Immigrant Coalition. So I pretty much do a lot. Husband, I mean wife, mother. Yeah. And all of that. Yes. But sometimes you can play the husband role too. I, you know, I, however, what about what about your boat? You know, <laughs> I am mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I hear you. But tonight, you're not the first time you were on this broadcast. You were here at, in a mediator's capacity, and telling us what what you do as a mediator and how you can help um, members here up in the South Florida community, to be specific. Mm-hmm. Tonight, you're talking about Flick and how you can help the Florida, the state of Florida community. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us a little bit about Flick. What, what is Flick? Well, Flick... <clears throat> is based out of Miami mm-hmm. and the meaning of Flick is Florida Immigrant Coalition. Um, we're a nonprofit organization. We work together for the fair treatment of all people, including immigrants mm. all over the state of Florida. Um, right now we're working with helping the uh, Haitian immigrants. So I'm a big advocate. We're a big advocate for immigrants. That's our number one goal. And from my part of that big organization is citizenship. I do everything about citizenship in that organization. Now, when you say that everyone, your work, you work to get everyone treated fairly, doesn't yes. that happen anyway, whether you're a citizen or not? No, no, not a citizen. Even if we're a citizen, you're still not being treated fairly, especially if you're black. So, um, I know, right? So, I mean, look how they're treating the Haitians right now. In Texas. um, In Texas and, you know, and we're, we're fighting right now to have a pathway to citizenship because, you know, the Biden administration gave them TPS, which is a temporary protection status, meaning that they can stay here if they have no one to petition for them and they can stay here and maybe get a job and work. And but it's just a temporary thing. They, you know, when it expires, they're going to have to renew it and they can eventually go home. So we are focusing on trying to get the Biden administration made the TPS be a pathway to citizenship, saying, you know, like, if you're here for five, ten years and working and paying your taxes, then you should be able to can put in an application and say, I want to become a permanent resident or I want to be a citizen without someone has to petition for you, because not everybody has the luxury to have someone petition for them. But so that's where the big fight is right now. So what... what- why is that such a big fight, though? Uh, it is a fight. No one knows why it's such a big fight. Unfortunately, it is a fight for, especially for the black immigrants. It is a big fight. But you know, when you when you look at a country that is founded by, well, immigrants. I don't. I, should I should I dare say founded by immigrants? Um, the United States, as we currently know it. 
mm-hmm. was organized and set up by immigrants. Right. Well, so he found it, I guess the Indians were living here all along, so it, it right. wasn't lost. So, but we came in and it's 90% of it is, is you know, the whole economy is run by immigrants. Right. So, when you, when you, when you take that into consideration, you know, what makes it so, it's, it's crazy that it should be so difficult and nobody can really explain as to why. Why is it? Yeah. Yeah. So all we can do is reach out to the the Biden administration and keep demonstrating. I think they had a big demonstration in Miami today and just all over. I was in Texas in um, uh, Las Vegas last couple of weeks ago and we were in front of the Department of Homeland Security, you know, demonstrating and for the, the right for black immigrants to have the right just like everybody else. Right. So Flick. How long has mm-hmm. Flick been around? Well Flick has been founded back in nineteen ninety eight. Um so it's been around a long time and so um Let's see. Yeah, back in 1998, it was formally incorporated back in nine, in 2004, and it's led by our membership include grassroots and community organizations. We also focus on farm workers. Um, it helped. It's run mostly with um, volunteers. We have volunteers who help us make it possible for everyone that we can provide all our services at no cost. So we have volunteers, attorney, regular volunteers that comes out and help when we're doing all these big projects. Because all our services that we provide to the community is free of cost. Mm. Sweet. Yeah, yes. that's, that's, you can't beat that with a long stick. So, what kind of services are we talking about here? Well, we do the TPS. <clears throat> we fight for the rights for um, immigrants in, in every capacity, DACA, TPS. My role that I can speak on is the citizenship part. That's mm. where they brought me on board. As I used to volunteer for them for years, and then now I'm now on the board as their citizenship coordinator. So my congratulations. My, thank you. So my goal, my love, my focus, I live, dream, sleep, citizenship. That you do. So, yes, it is so important because we have over almost a million people in between Broward and um Mom Bay County that are people that are um, well, are you going to hear me say LPRs? LPR mean legal permanent residents. Right. So instead of saying the whole thing, when you say when you hear me say LPR, that's what we mean legal permanent resident. So there is almost a million LPRs in Bard County and Dade County that need to use use that category, you know, become citizens. I don't know what the hesitation are. I know there's a lot of reasons why some cannot be, but the others that are can be, they do not want to get the opportunity to do that. And so my goal is to start a movement that we can get people out to get their citizenship done and have a voice. 
Because once you get that citizenship, you have the right to vote and then you have a voice and then you can speak and you speak by voting. True. Yeah. Now, Uh (laughs) I I think one of the issues with some people not wanting to become citizens, Uh well, a few come to mind. One would be the cost. And right. one would be the whole idea of giving up your connection to your homeland. I, th- I think there's this, okay. this, this fear of pledging allegiance to a new country that it, uh-huh. it takes you, that you have to deny your home country. No, you have dual citizenship. I'm a citizen of the United States, but I'm also a citizen of Jamaica, that that's never going to be taken away. You look at your birth certificate, it still says you were born in Jamaica. Right. So that that cannot be taken away from you. And as far as the fees, the, um, the government has provided the fee waiver. If that means depends on your income or if you're collecting food stamps or Medicaid, depend, if you're doing any one of those, we can use a fee waiver, the I-912 form, and use that to get the, you do the application completely for free. So How, that's, how, how does that work? Well, I, I specialize, that part is my specialty. And yes. so they created this form, which they were going, when, when, um, when that guy was in power, um, our <laughs> president, yeah, he was trying to get <laughs> rid of it. He was, going, yeah, that guy, that guy. You know, he he's not worthy for me to call his name. Wow. So when he was when he was there doing what he think he was doing in yes. his own world, um, he was going to do away with the waiver. He was going to raise the fee to twelve hundred dollars, and thank God for the yes. pandemic, it it stopped it in the tracks. So we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We don't know how long we're going to have the Democrat run in the United States. There will be times when it's going to be the Republicans and they don't see see it the way we see it. Mm. So it's like time to take advantage. It's only 725 and the waiver is there to try to get it to. to. So the waivers works two ways. If okay. you're not qualified for the waiver to wipe away the whole fee, you may be qualified for the reduced fee, and the reduced fee is $405. So it's either one. Nice. So there's three ways. It's either you're going to pay for it out of your pocket of $725, or you're going to reduce the fee, or I'll try to reduce the fee to 405 or you don't pay anything at all. So you will, you'll know that by bringing in your tax return documents to me, and let me know how many people is in the household. And it's a given if you're getting food stamps and you have your award letter that you're receiving food stamps, you know, then that's all I need. So. But, all right. So here, here is, is, is one of the things, too, that another thing that I believe people are fearful about. The fact mm-hmm. that they are seeking assistance from the government. Mm-hmm. Let's say by way of food stamps. Right. And now they're wanting to be citizens. I guess the the, the thought is uh, Uncle Sam is not going to let me become a citizen because I'm already asking them for help. Now, 
I'm going to become a citizen so that, what, so that I can ask for more help. And so they might, yeah. they might actually shoot themselves in the foot, so to speak, by yeah. not stepping up and applying for their citizenship. No, they don't look at it that way because they understand that people throughout their life going um, having hardship. So that's not look upon that they created that program and they have that in place. So it isn't. It's nothing to be scared about. That's what they created, and I have helped several people, and you know, as you you know that also. I've seen and it. Collecting yes. a food stamp. Yeah, collecting food stamps is. A, it's nothing. It's, it's, it's something that is given to you. You work, you pay your taxes, you're entitled to it. It's no shame in collecting food stamps. I wish I was collecting some. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> I'm like, you know, so no, they don't. The only time that plays into uh, a play about collecting foods on public assistance yes. is when you're petitioning for someone, like you're filing for your kids or you're filing for your mom or dad in, in another country. Now, of course, you cannot be on public assistance doing that because the goal is then you have to prove that you you can take care of this person. And when this person comes up, right. this person is not going to be a burden to the country for the next, I think, three, four years. So um, that's the only time that comes into play. But to become a citizen, they want us to become citizens because back in the day, remember the our LP our LPR cards had no expiration date, and because it had no expiration date, no one was really doing wanting to become citizens. So then mm. they changed it and said they are going to now it's going to expire every ten years, and right. they figure if it expires, you guys will get annoyed and just get your citizenship and not go through the process. Listen, I know people yeah. who have renewed their citizenship four or five times. I, <laughs> I mean, I, they're, I, they're, I, they're um, residents of their green cards. And, and that's what I don't understand. Well, like, why do you continue to spend money to renew the green card o- over and over? Now, one of the other key things is you cannot become a citizen if your green card is expired. So if your green card is expired, you're definitely going to have to renew it before you apply for your citizenship. Right. That is that is a must. But you know, just like just become a citizen. Why continue to renew your green card? And I know a lot of them fear the questions and the answers. That's always um, an issue. But you get mm. I give out um, I had some connection with USCIS. So I now have the little flashcards and you can download it on your phone. You can oh, nice. also go on Amazon and get the CD. So, you know, there's so many ways. You just keep practicing, you know. And, and, and that's so, the citizenship question. Yeah, the, the exam. Question. Yeah, the exam. And you just keep practicing. And right now, People who file before the pandemic is still waiting, but people who file now are getting through just like that real quick. And there's mm. so much benefits in if you're a citizen and you get in trouble, you if you're not a citizen, you're LPR, you do run the risk of being deported. And I've known a lot of people that are being deported because they got in some serious trouble and they were legal permanent resident and they were got they were deported back to Jamaica and back to England. Mm. So being a citizen will prevent you from being deported. You know? Um, so they don't take back their citizenships? <laughs> 
No, if you're sentencing here, you serve your time and then you let go. But they wouldn't, they won't deport you. But mm. when you're a permanent resident and you get locked up for something really serious, you you will um, be deported. Because, because I believe that's another thing that that some people are concerned about. Mm-hmm. They they now apply for their citizenship and something happens. Not to say that they want something to happen or they're 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 yeah. going out there to cause trouble. But something mm-hmm. happens and boom they are now they got they got into trouble and they, they're thinking, boy, if I get into trouble, they're going to take my my citizenship away. I haven't seen that yet. Um, I've never seen it taken in a way. It must be, it got to be something real, I mean, something really, really bad. But once you become a citizen of the United States, there's nothing to be taken away from, taken from. But if you're a permanent resident, then yes, you right. run the risk of that being taken away. And, you know, also, you're a citizen, you get to file for your family members, yes, some of them are trifling, yes, but the ones that are not, you get to file for them. And there are also people that are here with kids that are permanent resident and they're not 18 years old yet. It's best for the parents to file for the citizenship before the children become 18, that they can automatically become citizen and not worry about it when they get older. Right. So if you bring up your daughter, you come up with your with your four or five kids, and by the time you t- you've been in five years, they're still under eighteen. Then you need to do your citizenship that they can automatically become a citizen. Because once you become a citizen, all you have to do is apply for their passport. You know, mm. and you get you get the freedom to travel. Like when you're a citizen. When you're not a citizen and you're an LPR, yeah, you can go to the country you were born and fly down there and come back like anything. If you're here and you want to go to England, you want to go to Canada, and you're a permanent resident, you have to ask the England and the Canadian embassy for a visa to enter into their country. Mm. You, you just don't go in there as a permanent resident. Right. You have to apply for a visa. And then if they grant you the visa, then you can go. Otherwise, the only way you can just go to these countries if you want to travel, is you have to be a citizen. Okay. So why why go through all of that, you know? Yeah, if you're living uh, here, you yeah. may as well just do it, right? Exactly. And you get, you'll be eligible for government jobs. Mm. Um, I don't think you can be a permanent resident and run for any seat. I think you have to be a citizen because you have to have the ability to vote. Right. And being a citizen, you have to right. So, you know, those are just some of the thing it protects you from deportation you have the freedom to travel you're eligible for good government jobs mm-hmm. um you know you can file for your, your family you can do get your children um you know become citizens before they're 18 and you have the most important one the ability to vote you know right. you, you know the one thing that talk about election the most is the ones who can't vote <laughs> the ones that, right uh, they, they uh, have every, the they have an opinion they have the the, the biggest yeah. opinion too right and when you, and if you need one more vote to break the tie they can't give it to you but they have the biggest talk mm. um, so, i want to say but i don't understand it's like we um when i, I did a drive in my in uh, miami and the Hispanics came out. There was over a hundred, 
and a hover like 110 people. They mm-hmm. barely speak English and they all want to become citizens. But when you do the drive near the black neighborhood, they're not as turned out as it is in the Hispanic neighborhoods. I was, I was going to ask yeah. you about that. I was going to yeah. ask you, you know, what has the, the response been like with some of your drives? But before I do that, um, comment here from Facebook Live. And I'm about to jump off Facebook Live. For those of you who are watching and listening on Facebook, please use the link that is pinned in the comment section. Come over to kevinstew.com. You don't have to put your name. You you can remain anonymous. You don't have to register for anything. You don't have to give up your firstborn or a spleen. (laughs) Nothing like that. You're just there. Go to kevinstew.com. Boom. You're in the stew pot. A.K.A. the chat room. Anyone who has any questions and concerns. Right. So Florida Immigrant Coalition. We have I've I've uh, gone all over the Florida. Um I do drives with um Disney World. I have um team up with them. I do a lot of drives with the Disney workers uh, uh that works for Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um I go anywhere. So if anyone out there wanna have a drive in they live somewhere in Palm Beach or anywhere in Florida and they need me to come there and do a drive. Pensacola. Pensacola. Just call. Jacksonville. Yeah. Call that 1-800 number 1-888-600-5782 and let them know, hey, can, you know, can Commissioner Maxwell Williams come into my area? Um, we just need a location, a church, or wherever, a community center, mm. and we get it going, you know? Right, right. And, so we need to we need to really get our people out there, let them know, let's become a citizen. We're stronger in numbers. And the more we all come together and start getting become citizens and voting when it's because, re- you know, 2024 election coming is going to be crucial. We mm. don't need to be all hands on that. Right. Um, the question here on Facebook Live, are people afraid mm-hmm. of giving up their country of origin, citizenship? And and that was one of the things we were talking about earlier. Thank you, Kel- Kellery, Dr. Kellery. Uh, good to see you pop in. Um, blessings to you too, China, Nicole. But yeah, yeah people... You don't, you don't give it up. You don't, you're not giving up anything. There's nothing in the Constitution or when you go in to swear and say, I am giving up my citizenship from my other country. You have dual citizenship. You still have your Jamaican passport. You still they're not they're not asking for your passport back. You're you're still a citizen of the United Jamaica. Then you you still go so, home. You still can visit. Nothing changes. You but just what about any different. other country though? Is it is it just a Car- Jamaica and Caribbean thing? Is it just a any, no, Commonwealth thing? You know, it's any country. You're not giving up anything. You're just adding to what you have. That means you're now a citizen of the United States, you're a citizen of Venezuela, Ecuador, England, whichever country you're from. You're not taking away anything. Your birth certificate is not going to change. You can still get your England, Venezuelan, Ecuadorian passport. You still have your 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 rights. You can still go home and live if you want to. Mm. You know, nothing's going to stop you. Right. But you just have that freedom and, you know... For instance, you you can if you're a United States citizen, you can go anywhere and live if you want to, as long as you want. When you're a permanent resident, you can't really do you can do that, but when you come back, you can't be out of a country more than six months. 
six right. months or less. So that's when you, so there's so many restrictions. And when you're out longer than six months, you can't really file for your citizenship. You're going to have to come back to the country. And wait, because when I did my citizenship, I used to travel. I used to take Air Jamaica. I was a fly jack. Okay, I go home on Fridays. I, I, yeah. And when I did my citizenship, they said, you, you don't live here, ma'am. You live in Jamaica. you just here working. And they didn't give it to me the first time. So I had to stop traveling for a while and stay there for a while. And then, wow. Yeah, I never got it because I traveled a lot. So, but I, so I have my Jamaican passport and I have my American passport. Sweet deal. You see, you see that uh, these are the things, you know, and, and, and people often go, but I'm going to lose out on, I'm going to be giving up. I can't. But what are, what are you giving up? Listen, half mm. of you guys out there, especially not even Jamaican, but hate from Haiti, Venezuela, you guys don't go home. And when you do go home, you go to visit. 90% of us are not packing up our stuff to go back to our country to live permanently. So let's stop it. Who is going back? Yeah. I'm not going. That's so who, true. How many, how many especially uh, uh, in the Haitian community, how many of them packing up to go back to what? And who, and we Jamaicans, we keep saying, how many of us really packing up to go back home? Right. For what? What are we going back home for? Uh, what? I mean, to go back home that they can be jealous, bad-minded, and kill you off for what you work so hard for? Well, well I'm, I'm not going. Come on now, Commissioner. That doesn't happen with everybody now. Come on. It doesn't happen to everybody, but I am not going. I don't see where. And then you, you, you develop this lifestyle here. And when you go home, you're not going to have it. So that, I don't that's know. True. Yeah, I don't know how they, you know, I want to go, oh my, and then they, they, they're so proud of the, I'm not want to give up my culture, and I don't want to give it, well, okay, so you're here, so what are you doing for your, for, for, for your country? Are you mm. doing anything? Are you an advocate for people down there? You're sending down stuff, you, what are you doing? You're just saying you don't want to give up, but. You know, I don't understand what what do you think you're what do you think you're losing out on? I don't know becoming a citizen here. Then why are you here? Why are you working? Why are you paying bills? Why and taxes. You Once you're working, you're paying taxes. So <laughs> why, why pay taxes and not benefit from taxes? it? And why do you want to reap the benefit of the PPP loans, the tax returns that came in when you want to come in, you want to stay in? Eventually, what they're going to do is take away all of that, and they're going to cut. They're going to start saying, if you're a permanent resident, you're not going to get it. And I don't think if you're a permanent resident, you should be reaping all the stuff that the citizens are getting. So, what if they said um, that's probably why they're not, objecting? Right. So now they're forcing. The good suffer for the bad. Because now they're going to force stuff, and then you're going to hear, oh, my God. Like, supposedly I say you can't get that the, 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 the tax paper, the money that they was given out. Or mm -hmm. you can't get the PP loan. Or you can't get this, you can't get that if you're a permanent resident. Then everybody's going to get upset. Right. Oh, but, you know, so it's like, why, and then why should we force you to, to, to become a citizen? And that's why it is so hard 
for now that we're trying to get a pathway to citizenship for people who has a TPS to give them because of good suffering for the bad, because then government said, why should we give a pathway to citizenship when there's so many people with permanent cars and don't even want to become citizens? So why should we give a pathway to the other people? Then it's like, my thing is, well, take it away from the people that could be citizens and give it to the ones who really want to become citizens. Mm. Hmm. You know, take it away. Like, what's the sense? I know a lot of people will be mad at me saying that, but it's like, why should we, we argue or fighting with you to do something that's benefiting you? And then we're right. providing a service which is free and you don't see what we're trying to do. It's like, it is important that we all become citizens. Why is that so hard to understand? You know, let's let's talk about a little bit more about some of these free services. Um, Facebook Live, please use the link. Come on over, kevinstew.com. It's where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. Come on over. We're talking Flick, the Florida Immigra- yeah. Immigrant yeah. Coalition. So Yes. Come on over. We have Carlene Maxwell-Williams, Commissioner Carlene Maxwell-Williams, uh, with and us. Um, I, I kind of need to get used to saying that. And the citizenship coordinator. And she is the citizenship coordinator for the Florida Immigrant Coalition. So, Facebook Live deuces to you. I'll be back again tomorrow for, to give you a little peek and a little piece. But the whole thing happens on kevinstew.com and affiliates. And yes, and we can put the number out there, the 188 number. They're free to call that 1-888-600-5782 because I will be having a citizenship um, by appointment only this Saturday. And then um, the end of the month, we'll be having one on the 30th in Lauderdale Lake. So they need to call that eight number, eight, eight number and they will reach out. And also, if you have friends that are from Haiti, and they need that TPS. Um, we're doing that. We're doing it uh, this week. Um, we're do- helping everyone to with their TPS application, and that service is also for free. So, so if you know anyone from Haiti needs that service, they need to call that one eight hundred number, which is one eight 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 six zero zero five seven eight two. In fact, let me go ahead and 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 drop that here in the stew pot. Eight eight eight. Six one eight 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 six zero zero five seven six two. So you can call. We have people that speak in Spanish, people that speaks in Creole and English. So if anyone listening, you have a Spanish friend, you have a Spanish or a Haitian friend, and you know they have friends that may need the help, reach out. You know we're not just a. We're, uh, we're, I'm not even though I'm from Jamaica. I am. For, I'm all about our Caribbean people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's about helping. I'm about helping everyone, not just my But it's not people. to say that if you're from anywhere else other than the Caribbean, that they can't contact you for yeah. help. It doesn't matter where you're from because I did a big drive with Senator Annette Toby in Miami last week. And there was mostly Hispanics, Venezuelan, Peru, Puerto Rico. So if 
I have translators, you know, shout out to the Cuban Bar Association that was there translating mm, nice. and helping out, you know. So I reach, I, I connect to anyone. I barely speak the English. I mean, last Saturday I had a lot of clients that was Spanish and I had my assistant. You were struggling, Flick. huh? No, I had my assistant at Flick on the line translating. So, and then I have another assistant. She speaks Creole. So oh, we nice. try to accommodate everybody, all race, all creed. It doesn't matter who you are, who, what country you're from. We want, we are here. Florida Immigrant Coalition is here to help everyone. Do you find people hesitant to step forward to try to get their citizenship if they have, like we said before, gotten in trouble with the law? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because, um, there are okay so there's an instance you get trouble in law but you're not going to know um if you're qualified until you come to one of the drives because we do have attorneys that you can speak with and can tell you okay this is what you're going to have to do or i mean there's some people that really will never get your citizenship because of their criminal history but you're mm. you know you come out and you talk to them and you find out now also another issue too child support if you're mm. on child support and not paying your child support, then that's going to be an issue, which right. you get in your citizenship. Um, so both men and women, because women are on child support too. So right, right. And if you have, if you if a per, if you weren't on child support and you do have a child because you have to give us the child information and they're underage, you're going to have to get some kind of inf- letter from the mother stating that you are taking care of that child financially in order to move forward to being a citizen. So gotcha. I know that is also one of the issues. Um, you know, there, there are a little bit of obstacles, but, you know, the the, the people, the, just a handful of people that have those issues, they're the bigger, junker people with no issues. They're the ones, I had people come to my office that had a green card. You remember those green card that didn't have expiration dates on it? That was like 30, right. 30 years ago. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's like, dude, you've been here for 30 odd years and you never got your citizenship. Why? Well, those cards didn't need renewing. Right. And that's why they stopped it. Because they're like, no one is getting their citizenship. So then let's cut out cut it out but they ne- some people still had it the only time they- the only way they were taking it away is when you travel and they take it away and then you have to reapply but if you didn't travel mm. when you were accepted a lot of people still had it because some people didn't even go anywhere right so they still have the old one i had the one that didn't expire also because it was been a long time but it's important that, I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no wonder but, they told you, you know, that they're not giving it to you. You don't live here. <laughs> I know, right? I tell you. That. And, you know, I I, was, I jumped to the fact that I could get my citizenship. And my, when I came up, my son, I brought my son with me and I did it before he turned 18. So he didn't have to go through all of that. He just, we just applied for his passport. Awesome. Um, if anybody that's listening right now wants to get a little bit more information right now, if you want to talk with Commissioner Maxwell Williams, go ahead and, and give us a call, 773-789-STU. That's 773-789-7839. 
You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. Uh, All those methods get you in right now and get you to talk with Commissioner Carleen Maxwell-Williams. Outside of that, and you want to reach her regarding Flick, you're going to have to use the 800 number. It's 888-600-5762. That's 888-600-5762. So go ahead and... uh, Call us now while she's here. She's available. Ask her a question. You know, you, you might get that one answer that you were looking for that nobody has been able to give you. Because she's a wealth of information. She's quite the resource. Yeah. Believe me when I tell you this. <laughs> quite the yeah. resource. Quite the resource. And we are here to help. So if anyone wants to, you know, all they need is their... The pass, your passport, mm-hmm. a valid green card, um, know where you live for the past five years, know where you work for the past five years, know all the divorce and marriages and, and wife, husband wives that you had, and know all your children information, um, dead or alive, we need all of that. So, you know, your passport, your green card, Five years employment, five years of where you where you live, and all the five, all the travel you made within the past five years. That, so that almost seems you like you're asking for a lot. <laughs> no, it's like it's not a lot. You're just sitting there talking to us because you're the one typing it up. So all you're doing is really speaking it, and we're putting it in the computer. So you must know we've been living for the past five years. But not How only that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that it is Flick that is asking for this information. It's yes. the United States no. government that's asking for this information. Yes. Flick is just helping you to, to to give it to them. Yes, the citizenship application is a twenty page long application, twenty pages, and it does ask for five years of your employment, five years of where you live, five years of travel, all your children information, and your husband and wife, a spouse, divorce, or married information. So those are things that they ask of you. Wait a minute. You said this is a 20-page application? 20 pages, yes. So how is it that you do it so seamlessly and so quickly? Well, I've been doing it for years. So to me, I do it in my sleep. So, and then when you get, when I, we have volunteers and before the volunteers come in, we train them. We, ha- I have a video that I send out to all of them that they're trained. And some of them been doing it with me a long time. So especially my assistant, Garla, she can do that in 30 minutes. I met her. So as long as you- yeah, as long as you have your information, it goes very quickly. And the fee waiver form is nine pages, and it's not. I I think I do that in about ten minutes, so it's if not that a long, lot. That you, it, you know, and that's and, that's another thing too. You mm-hmm. people hear about a drive and a drive like this, and they think. Yeah. Boy, um, something like this is going to take up all my my whole day. What is something that is important to you that's going to make you better? 
So they shouldn't be looking at it like that. You know, mm. if it's important to you, then, you know, taking an hour a day to get it done, you know, so, you know, it should be something you want to do for yourself. Yeah. Is there, is there Listen any, yeah, they, go ahead. They will wait, in a, they will wait in the line for five, six, seven hours to get that food stamp card when they were giving it up. So they don't come and tell oh. me you can't sit there and wait. Better than that. Better than that. Black Friday morning for that store to open. Oh my God. Black Friday. Uh, you know, especially this month, they stay out there at 3 o'clock in the morning and out there stand up in line to get a television that they really know they don't want or they don't need. They don't need. They want it. They don't need it. They don't need it. They don't need it. Just for the heck of it. It's just for yeah. the heck of it. So, you know, that that's no excuse. Mm. No excuse at all. No excuse at all. And they come in, and when they come in to ours, we're handing them water, we're handing them food, we try to make them comfortable. They right. air air conditioned, they have a seat to sit out. They're not standing outside in the hot sun waiting. I mean, I see how you see how they stand there and wait in the hot sun passing out just to get the food stamp card. Come on. Yeah. And then when by the time you go to Publix, it's finishing one setting. This this you have for life, and you can think about all the people you could help. Well, you know, I don't want to help some of my family members, so <laughs> you know, you don't up. <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? You know I, I, I encourage nobody to help their family member if they don't have to, because some of them family members are hot mess, and minds are hot mess. Well, you so, know. It's 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 a good thing that you mentioned that because oh. here it is again. Some people don't want to. They'd rather do that that green card renewal than do the citizenship yes. because family members are going to ask for help. Well, there's a word that they can always use, and that's no. Simple as that. It, 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 that, that, it really it is, is as simple as that. <laughs> no, no, I can't help you. No. Uh, you know, it's no, hell no, no to the 10th power. There's a lot of ways you can say that no. <laughs> 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 we can practice no. I'm not help. And then, you know, the, the quickest one that comes up is your, you just need to focus on your children, your kids, your mom and your dad. Right. That's it. You know, your siblings, yeah, but just focus on help, you know, trying to help them if you want to. But, you know, become a citizen and try to help your family members and if you want to. But my deepest and most important thing is voting because I think it's unfair that we who are citizens and we go out there and vote and we vote on things to better ourselves and then once it's implemented based upon our vote, you who choose not to get your citizenship and and vote is reaping the benefits also. I don't like that. Well, you know, that's true. And there's another side to it. Um, some people think that it's it's a relief that they don't get called for it. But it really is a big deal to get called up for jury duty. 
Oh, yeah, but the likelihood, listen, now, Conrad, I haven't even gotten called for jury duty. I want to say, you can go to jury duty and say, you know, you gotta, they have to call me one-on-one and let them know how not to be called for jury duty. But, <laughs> but, you know, people have this fear of being called for jury duty. And but what is wrong with that? What is wrong with being a part of the the process? Of, that's you know, right there. Cheats. It's like, you don't have a problem collecting the money, collecting the free stuff, taking all of this stuff. But when it's time for you to do something, and a lot of guys think, oh, I'm not a citizen because they have to go to war. If there is a true war, they will take all the permanent residents too. This is <laughs> true. Don't think yeah, that. <laughs> hey, if they need <laughs> able-bodied men, if you're if in this country you, legally, they don't you're drafted. You're drafted. <laughs> Please, some of them do not get that. Oh, no, it doesn't work that way, honey. You're still going to be drafted because as a, um, once you turn 18, I think you have to register for the select service, right. citizen or no citizen. So right. that's between 18 and 25. Yeah, you have to register. They don't care if you're a citizen or no citizen. You better be registered because you won't be getting any financial aid. You won't be getting anything to go to college. And you wouldn't even get your citizenship if they know you're not registered. So if you're not registered, with that, so a lot of them will have to register them right there and then that they can proceed to the next step. Mm. So that doesn't that doesn't stop anything. Right. You know, but people have these weird things in their head. I don't know where they get these ideas and these thoughts of things, but it doesn't it, work it's, that way. It's, it's misconceptions. And, and even with the jewelry thing, it is from the very same citizens that get called up for jury duty and giving that being a part of that process a bad name. Listen, look at it this way. If you were in a position that you needed a jury, who would you want on that jury? Someone that could understand where you're coming from or someone who has no clue and wants you to go back there? Mm-hmm. Look at it that way and ask that question. Answer that question and, and, and see how much you don't want to be on jury duty. And furthermore, when you're there complaining about what is happening in your community, you could be called upon a jury to, 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 to sit on a jury with a case where there is an abusive police officer and you're very vocal about that. Mm-hmm. You get to an opportunity to hear the evidence, not be biased, hear the evidence, and give a contribution to a ruling based on the information that you've been provided with amongst your peers. Yep. Now, <laughs> I, I, I must, probably because I've been involved in in wrongful incarceration cases and and talked about it quite a bit on this broadcast but for me you know i'm all in you know tell me where to sit i'm all exactly. in yeah we have to we have to it's getting you know i tell you 2024 is coming and it's going to be crucial Mm. And we need to we need to get our votes out there and you know have a voice 
and we can't keep talking about it and want things to change and not trying to help make those changes. Talking about so, helping, though, you said uh, you said Flick um, has a number of volunteers that, yes. that come out to be a part of the process to help in the other individuals to get on board on the citizenship train. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you have all the volunteers you need? Do you have all the help that you need or do you need more help? Is there a, a, a cry for help across Florida to be a part of you, this? You cannot get enough volunteers. Usually, so everyone, I, I was a volunteer. For years, I was a volunteer, and here I am now. So we are taking volunteers. We especially love the high school students. They get their community hours that they Mm -hmm. can graduate. So there are a lot of college students that need community hours, and you want to do something worthy for your community. Call that 1-800 number today. I would like to volunteer. And they will put you on the volunteer list that when we're doing our drives, then you're welcome to come out and volunteer. So, you know, we, we're looking for volunteers, too, because, you know, we can't do this without our volunteers. The volunteers are the backbone of our organization, because without them, then we wouldn't be able to do what we do. You're providing a lot of services for free. How is mm-hmm. Flick being funded? Flick is funded by grants and donations. So we get a lot of grants. Um to help us fund um, our organization and Got donations. You. Yes. Got you. Because this so, kind of work, you know, setting up, going all over the state and setting up in, in locations and uh, providing refreshments for people, um, even the simple thing of filling out a form. Mm-hmm. No, it's 20 pages. Yes. Think of um, a ream of paper is 500 pages. Think of the cost of a ream and think of 150 people showing up. Think of 100 people showing up to fill out these applications. They're not spending a dime for paper. Nope. You know, people hear about these things happening and not having to spend any money and and think that, oh, yeah, I don't care. I'll go. It doesn't really matter. I'll go. It's free. But there's another side. Understand, nothing here is really free because somebody has to pay. Mm -hmm. So grants and donations. Now, you're saying the average person just calls up the 800 number, visits the website, and just donates? Yes, they can call. They can visit the website at flick.org and um, click. There's a, um, I think there's a donation link. I'm going on it right now. And you just make a donation. Mm. So we do take donations and... Um, you know, so it'd be nice if we can reach out and make a donation also. So you go on the website, it's floridaimmigrant.org or Flick Florida. Um, 
immigrant FLIC, yeah and once you go on that page the big yellow button will be right in your eye say donate <laughs> so you can't miss it so as soon as you get on the first thing pops up on the page is the movement for all floridians and they click join us or donate and then it has also the link volunteer to help the haitian tps applicants so if you speak creole and you want to help with the TPS uh, for the Haitians, mm. um, then hey, sign up and volunteer to be a translator. We take trans. You can volunteer to be a translator. You can volunteer to fill out the documents. You can volunteer to do anything. You know, we all need volunteers for everything. So you can always volunteer. And they're Is doing. There... So we're doing. Uh -huh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I said, you know, our services, um, we, we're doing such great work with helping the community. And we've been around for, as I tell you, from 1980, 1998, formerly, and we got incorporated back in 2004. So we've been around a while. And we get a lot of um, volunteers from the local, uh, um, the attorneys also volunteer their services. So when you come, you get to speak to a lawyer, um, and the lawyer is there to speak with, and that's also volunteers. No, immigration so, attorney fees are not cheap. No, they're not. And so if you can get, we do, we have um, the Catholic legal services. If your stuff get really complicated, we refer you to a legal referral service and that's also for free so right now i'm in process of doing my classes to be certified with the department of justice that i would be just like an immigration attorney oh, that wow. can help you yes so that is my, um hopefully we'll accomplish that next year so i can help you with anything as i'll be like the immigration attorney no, you, so you never I, stop, do you? I know that it's going to be so awesome. So I, you know, because I want to help. I want to, I don't want to just be filling out application. I want to know that if somebody is in Chrome and get locked up, I can right. go and try to help. I can come with you to your interviews if you're nervous. I mean, there's so much more I can do once I become um, certified with the Department of Justice. Wait. So people from Flick actually accompany people who are nervous. No, you you would have to be certified with the Department of Justice. Oh, okay. and yes, yeah, so or you're an attorney. So if I am certified, once I get certified, then I I got the level of my work that I could do, and I'll be there for people much more than what I'm doing now. And you know, so that's my goal to kind of help beyond that. Where do you find the time for yourself? <laughs> you know, you 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 give, and every time I I talk with you, you're working on doing something else for people in the community. Well, you, 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 it's not work when you love what you do. This is and true. Find, yeah, so I love what I do. So it's not work for me. It's I enjoy it. So. You know, I'd be up doing stuff and I find the time. After, when I finish winding down, you know, it's 10 o 11 o'clock. By the time I hang up with you, I'll have a couple hours. 
drink my hot chocolate, go to my bed. Chill. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I find, I, yeah, I find a time. I, I don't think when people say that they're busy and they don't have time, it's not true. Yes. Because I, I do four, literally have four jobs. And I find, and I have a husband and I have a child. But, you know, and oh, I'm like so busy, I couldn't call you. I mean, before you lie down in bed, before you close your eyes, you could make that call. When you go to the bathroom, sitting on the toilet, you can bring the phone and make two phone calls before you get up. <laughs> so, yeah, you can you can learn how to manage. You need to you just need to learn how to manage your time. Right. You can make the time when you sit. You must sit down for a second to eat or watch a, a television for. And before you do all of that, you can pick up. Hey, girl, what's how you doing? And hang up. I every single person that calls me, I call them back the same day or right away. They never had no one. She said, "Boy, waiting for Miss um, Miss Maxwell Williams, and in a week she hasn't called me." I call every single person back immediately because I treat people the way I want to be treated. Now, if I don't call you back right away, that means I don't like you. And you drive me nuts, and you get on my nerves. Oh, but, so that's what happened there. that time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Especially, you know, I tell you the same thing. Oh, and you know what? Also, uh, one of the things I want to tell people listening out there: stop taking advice from people who don't. You know, oh, you know, my friend said, and she, do your friend work yes. at immigrant one? No, she don't. So why are you advice? And then also, one I want to stress: what happened to John will not happen to Mary. What happened to Paul won't happen to John. Everybody's life is different. Everybody experience is different. When mm. I got turned on for my citizenship and I went and did it the second time, I got my certificate right there as soon as I finished the interview. They do I that? Didn't get to go. I'm telling you what happened to me. I, as I, I don't think it's something they practice. I, uh, so when... When they turned me down, I applied a second time and I went for the interview. Back back then, the interview place was in Miami. They didn't build one here in on 31st yet. Right. And they, they interviewed me and then they said, go and have a seat in the lobby. And that was like 12, 1 o'clock. Listen, 4 o'clock comes, I'm still sitting in the lobby. 5 o'clock comes, I'm still sitting in the lobby. 6 o'clock comes, I'm still sitting in the lobby. Seven o'clock, come I'm still sitting in the lobby. I'm what? calling my girlfriend. Yeah, I called my girlfriend, Gina. I was like, oh, my God, go pick up my kids for me because my kids were younger. I'll pick them up at the daycare. My husband was in Jamaica. Oh, my God, they're going to deport me. They're sending me home. Oh, my God, I'm going home. <laughs> I cried. Listen, there was... I cried, uh, then I got mad, then I got happy, then I get sad. I, I mean, I went through every single emotion. Then around 8, 8 p.m., a group, a whole bunch, about six of them, white people and one black person come out and and they said, this is Maxwell, raise your hand. I raised my hand and they swore me in in the lobby 8 p.m. at night and gave me my certificate and I went home with it. Look at you, certified American, yeah. just like that. Well, just like the, that. The weight, though, that weight. That's, oh. Listen, I was <laughs> driving home and then, you know, I didn't drive... I didn't drive to Miami. I parked my car at the tri-rail and took the tri-rail. So, you know, I had to go take the car to go to the... And back in the day, now, you didn't have a phone to call Uber and all of that fancy stuff. Right. 
And I'm saying, man, I was there going home. I said, I should sue them for emotional stress. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was ready you're, well, you're a I'm citizen going, now. You're a certified yeah, citizen at yeah, this point. I was going, listen, I was going to sue UCIS for, for emotional trauma and stress <laughs> economic. I was so mad. I mean, I went home with the surf ticket happy, but at the same time, I was still mad. So I didn't really enjoy it because I was so pissed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they they had me sit there the whole time. So they were back there making it and putting it. You know, they have to make the surf ticket and get the picture and do. And they did. They see. They saw everybody that was in the lobby and everybody left. And I sat there. The security locked the gate, the door. I was like, oh my god, I'm going home. They are sending me home. It was the most terrible, terrible experience. <laughs> So when they were even suing me in, I was so mad that I didn't even enjoy the moment. <laughs> and then I was like, and so when everybody's like, oh, we go to that big um, gathering, I, I don't know, I never had that experience. I don't know what they're talking about. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so one hand I'm good, I was happy. One hand I was mad that they put me through that and I was mad that they robbed me of that experience. All kind of emotions. But you know, I got it. Filed for my husband and just moved on with my life. Yeah. I know you're helping people to get theirs. Exactly. Helping people to get theirs for sure. And, and you have done so much since becoming a, a, a citizen, including serving mm -hmm. your community as as you have been doing in so many capacities but now also as a city commissioner yeah and i came here from kingston jamaica when i when i came to florida i came to my um harlem in manhattan with my mom and six months after staying here she put me out on the street oh wow yeah and i slept in grand central station for two weeks to figure out how am I going to do with my life, what, what's going to happen to me. And everyone said, well, move to Florida. You know, it's closer to Jamaica. You can always go home if you have to. And I jumped on the Amtrak train and I came straight to Miami because, you know, the train ended in Miami. If it went any further, it was going to go in the water. So right. I had to come up. Is it I'm going to come off or go back to where it came from? So I came off, found me a woman's shelter and just figure out my life go to school, went to college, graduated, work, got married, had kids. Yeah, I am. And here you are giving back to the community in ways that you people can barely imagine. Yeah. So, you know, things, you know, you may be going through your struggles and stuff, but you just focus, you know, you let your haters be your motivator and yeah. you just keep on pushing, knowing that you are here Know your why. Know why you're here. Know your purpose and just keep keep it going. Keep moving. You know, it it, it, it can only it will get better. So Commissioner Williams, I want mm. for you to go ahead and give out the contact information again, one. And give out yes. your information again also to because, you know, hearing that little bit of your story. As long as I have known you, I don't think I've gotten that part of the story. Oh, you never. Yeah, you know, when I won, um, someone did a big um, YouTube um, thing on me about my story, and mm. it went viral. 
and I, you know, because I, I don't have a good relationship with my mother. We never did. So, you know, it was always that back and forth. But you know what I did uh, today? I, you know, we always add each other. And she's just never, some people were just never born to be parents. They mm. were born, they were, you know, they just, they they have the, the egg and the sperm, but that's it, you know. Right. And I realized that today I had to learn the power in forgiveness and that forgiveness is not for her, it's for me. Because my self-love for myself, I have to forgive her. So I just let it go, like, you know, listen. It is what it is, and just keep it moving. We're going to have to have you come back one night to talk about the... Yeah, I'm trying to find the words what I want to get you to come and talk about. Overcoming life's adversities. Right, yeah, you know, overcoming a lot because, you know, you look at a young girl never come to America and living in Grand Central Station. I mean, so many things could could have went wrong. Yeah, you could have ended up being trafficked. Trafficked, uh, be on drugs, doing all kind of stuff. Who knows? Mm. But thank God I knew what I wanted for myself. Know Mm. that I, I know that I am, you know, deserve so much and had so much to give and know my why. And since I knew my why, I knew that I was born to stand out and not to fit in, but to stand out. And I just do what I had to do. And you've been doing it well. Yeah, I've been, I have four great, well, I didn't say that great kids, but, you know. know, (laughs) Yeah, they're going to get you for that. (laughs) I I I know, right? You know, what, 32, 28, 25, and my 16-year-old who thinks she's my mother. And (laughs) been married, uh, I think November 1st is going to be 30 years since we've been married. Wow. How does he do so, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. How do, how do I do it? You know, and, and marriage is not easy. Though. We need to talk about marriage too, you know. And listen, they have that show, How to Get Away with Murder. I already planned out. I could write a couple uh, episodes for them if are, they need to. Are you sure you want to say that? <laughs> this this is know, documented. Right? You know, there's a podcast. <laughs> there's a YouTube, <laughs> you know. I haven't told them how. I'm just saying. But you know what? He's he's my he he he's my ride and die, and I yes. couldn't have won. I couldn't have won my election without him. He got up and he was out there every day, knocking on doors. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a one man show for Carlene. It was a it was a family thing. Yes. But my two sons wasn't helping me. They said if they have to help me, I have to give them therapy because um. <laughs> It was so dramatic. My children are very dramatic. <laughs> My son said, I'm going to need therapy, Mom. I can't help you in this campaign because I'm going to need some kind of therapy after this because you, you, you know, you're you just too rough. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are so special. We have so much. You need to talk about your kids. My, you know, there's so much to talk about marriage, kids. Mm-hmm. Are your children? I know people can I relate to how your children drive you crazy. My boys, mm. I tell you, 
the uh, um, Barry Sheriff Office knew us well. Oh wow! Uh, the, the Paul Paul Ryan and Detention Center knew us well. I walked in there. They're like, "Hey, hey, Carly." <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Mike. I can write stories of my. They're now grown men and doing well, but you know. Oh yeah, there was. There's a lot to say. I should. I should write a book. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about overcoming adversities. Oh my God, overcoming so much, you know, and so much yeah. negativity, and and not having support from your own family and your, especially your mother. You know, so many people may mm. would have break down from not even having the support from your own mom to say. And what I mean, when I got one, the, the um being uh, the commissioner. Yes, and I invited her to come to my sworn in. She didn't show up. She bought the ticket and didn't come. Why won't I buy the ticket? Yeah, that's your that's my mother for you. What are you gonna do? <sighs> I pray for pray for them. Yeah, I you know. But you we, see what doesn't we, kill you makes you strong. This is true. This is true. So yeah. as a result, we are definitely gonna need to arrange for one of those nights. Yeah, it may be a Monday, yeah, maybe a Wednesday. It, it be one of those nights, though. That we have to and teach people. You know, don't harbor things for people. You know, she didn't show up, but then what you see when her birthday came and Mother's Day come, I send her flowers. Mm. I still call her. You gotta, sh- you know, you gotta rise above it. Rise above it, people. Rise above it. Mm. Rise Listen, above it. One of the things that I I came across a few years ago, and I have been using it to get by, is mm-hmm. the four agreements. If no mm-hmm. one has ever come across the four agreements, you can look it up. It's a book by Don Miguel Ruiz, and there's the fifth agreement by Don Miguel oh. Ruiz and one of his sons, mm-hmm. Don Jose Ruiz, who mm-hmm. um, just last week, I went back mm-hmm. and listened to him as he and I spoke a, a couple of years ago on this broadcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, on, on writing the fifth agreement. But the four agreements... Mm-hmm. Say, be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personal. No. Do not make assumptions. And always mm-hmm. do your best. Yeah. And the fifth agreement is be skeptical, but learn to listen. Yeah. So, and I have used this to help guide me as I go through life. Now, of course, sometimes I fall along the way, but... You know, yeah. You you we get up and you you, you you start over. You start over. Yeah. You have the opportunity and, to do that, and mm-hmm. which is why I, I kind of feel the need to have this chat with you, overcoming adversities, <laughs> and it works well too, because some of the very same people that are want to to take the step to citizenship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they call you up with at at flick. And say, hey, you know, um, I want to do this, but I'm afraid because mm-hmm. there you are. That's an adversity right there. You can overcome it. So yeah, and you know, listen, if I if when I when they had turned me down before, if I was mm. to let my fear take me over, 
Maybe yes. we wouldn't be having this conversation. So, like, they turned me down. I was like, oh, no, 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 they didn't. And, the, you know, I'm a fighter. You learn about me as yes. you go along. Like I'm a fighter. So I wasn't going to, like, no, they turned me down. Oh, no, what I need to do. And I fixed what I need to do. And bam, bam, bam. And got it done. Yes, sir. And you will yeah. help people to do the very same things. Go ahead and put out your information for me, please. Again, so the hotline number to call, one 800 is the hotline number, and you can call me directly. Um, my contact number is 954-412-2545. Now, I'm having a drive this Saturday um, by appointments only. I have a couple more spots available if they want to come by. Uh, just give me a call either at the 1-800 number or the 954-412-2545. Then I'll be having another big drive coming up in Lauderdale Lakes on the 30th. And on November 6th, I'll be doing one in Miami, again, with the with Senate, with the senator. Um, so I'm all over. And mm-hmm. I will come to any neighborhood you have that wants it. Um, you know, I'm all about helping. It's not just a black thing. It's not a Jamaican thing. It's a people thing. It's an right. immigrant thing. Right. So, you know, reach out if you have families, people you know from Venezuela, Ecuador, anywhere they're from, any country they're from, Pakistan, it doesn't matter. Just give us a call and we will be there to help that community and that person. I didn't ask. Mm-hmm. Do you need to be a Florida resident or do you just need to be in Florida? Well, uh, for us to help you? Yes. No, you don't have to. Um, it, we do have virtual. We do have virtual. So if you live in New York City and you would like us to help you, you can go ahead and uh, call us and we can do a virtual. Or we, you can go on our website and click on Becoming a Citizen, and you can go ahead and do the application online, and we can help you with that. So it doesn't matter where you are. It's just that the only difference is if you're in Florida, you mail your applications different from if you live in New York. So you just have to know where to mail the app, the N four hundred application. It's not the same for every state. But mm. when we do the virtual drives, if we're doing something virtually, yes. um, you can call us, and it doesn't matter because I was promoting this when I was doing the virtual drive because of the pandemic. I was on the uh, radio station in in New York, right. and people were calling from New York, from Atlanta, because we can help you anywhere in the world but in person as far as doing it a drive in person yes. it has it is just for florida it's just in florida well just yeah. so that you know commissioner mm-hmm. right now there are people that are listening to you in new jersey in florida mm-hmm. here in, in 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 well new jersey new york here in florida um there'll Come next week when the rebroadcast of this is done, there will be people listening mm-hmm. to you out of Texas. Yeah, they can call. Uh, you know, Texas and Florida is the highest in out of all the states has the highest LPRs in the United States. Mm. That need Texas and Florida is the highest numbers. So if they hear us, um, it doesn't matter where you are. You call the one eight eight number, and we can help you virtually. 
if you're right. not in the state of Florida. Even if you're in the state of Florida and you're away in another, you're not in Broward or Data, Palm Beach County, the 1-800 number is there. Call, let them know. I want to do it. Um, I can, I will be doing some online uh, virtual. Um, also, there is a link on the website that you can go on. Yes. Uh, that is floridaimmigrant.org and just go ahead and click the resources. You click on resources, it says become a citizen. And once you click become a citizen, it will the app, apply. You just click on apply and it pretty much walks you through the whole thing. So my my Florida residents are U.S. residents that are even visiting in the U.S. that are listening mm -hmm. on One Harmony Radio right now. Okay. Call up. Call up Commissioner Maxwell Williams. Um, yes. Those on NIE Radio to New Jersey, Island Worldwide in New York, the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com, here in South Florida, WGLRO, Oliwap Radio, Dusik Media Groups out of Texas. You can all give her a call. 888-600-5762. It doesn't really matter where you're from. Once you're listening to this broadcast, don't let the name fool you. Yes, it is the Florida Immigrant Coalition, but that's only because they do drives in Florida. Yes. Re not well, we can in person drives. In person. Just yes. go on floridaimmigrant.org and you can click on the link and they can help you virtually to apply for your citizenship. Anywhere you are in the United States. Yeah, doesn't matter. And if you're overseas and you live in the United States as a permanent resident and you want to become a citizen, give them a call. Well, if you live, if you're not in the country, you can't do it. You need to be in the United no. States. No, they're visiting overseas. That's what I'm saying. If you're listening, you're oh. overseas visiting, or for whatever reason, but you're a resident of the United States. Doesn't really matter where in the United States. That's 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 the bottom line. Anywhere yes. you are in the continental United States. Well, I guess you do um, territories also, do you? Do Guam. Where? Do you do territories? Puerto Rico, Guam, and such? No, but you have to be in, in the United States. So say someone is um, maybe in the, the continental Bahamas, U.S. Yes, but if you live outside the country, or well, maybe if you're visiting for a couple of weeks, yes, but if you're out the country more than six months now. No, but I'm saying in one of the U.S. territories, if you live in one of the U.S. territories. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. See? All right, so you help everybody. Yes. Cool. I thank you, Commissioner Caroline Maxwell-Williams. Thank, thank you for taking the time. Thank you to your family me. for loaning you to the night shift tonight. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you and blessings to everyone that's listening out there. And please give us a call if you have a friend that you know need to become a citizen and they're hesitating. Give us a call. Mm, awesome. Listen, you take care. We'll talk. Thank you for all you do once again. You've, you've helped me on a number of occasions personally. I see what you do in the community. I've watched you work with the community. Awesome. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. And good night. Good night. Take care. We'll talk. Uh, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Commissioner Carleen Maxwell-Williams. Anybody who tell me something can't do it. Seat 4, Lauderdale Lakes, 
Florida. As we kick off this uh, McNeil Trucking Sponsored Musical Therapy segment. She's a woman on a mission. Her name is Carleen Maxwell-Williams. The Citizenship Coordinator for the Florida Immigrant Coalition, FLIC. That's F-L-I-C. Check them out, F-L-I-C.org. Florida, what's it? FloridaImmigrants.org. When the lion is awake Yeah man, you can go ahead and Google them, look them up, whatever search engine you use. Yeah, it's FloridaImmigrant.org Doing extraordinary things Wherever you are in the United States, yeah? And um, the U.S. territories also, they can help you. The Zone of Hezron kicking things off. It's called Man on a Mission. Can't do it. They told them I'm going to go harder. Miss Joanna Marie, and this is how I bones on out of here tonight. Thank you, each and everyone, for logging in, locking on. Remember, the Florida Immigrant Coalition can help you to work on your citizenship. Doesn't really matter where you are in the continental US or in any of the territories. Get him a call, 888-600-5762. Wanna thank GMAT Music Solutions for always supporting and a thanks, a big thanks to McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. Get him a call, 954-406-9740 for your moving needs. Thank you for taking care. Thank you for taking care of this musical therapy segment. As I bounce out of here, remember, look out for members of your community. Your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. Whether you walk, ride, or drive, take the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train. These people you pass along the way, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today, because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Studio, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you. Every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here, KevinStew.com. Once again, a big thanks to the affiliates, Island Worldwide, NIE Radio, One Harmony Radio, The Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com, WGLRO, PEMG TV, Aliwap Radio, Dusik Media Groups. Truly appreciate love each and every one of you. Until tomorrow, when we do it all over again. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world. From right here in South Florida, peace, love, and good night.
Seven salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.